Hello and welcome to the Numbers Podcast, where we explore the depths of emotion through poetry. I am your host, Isaac Paredes. I'm an author and scientist with a passion for writing poetry to help people realize they are never truly alone, no matter how alone they may feel. For this episode, we're going to just hop right in. Sometime in the future, there will be a reason for these days. The laughs and tears and many fears of the unknown things left to say. The future is on its way and beckons for new hearts. A blind mind and an open soul, someone willing to mold and restart. Someone to find a reason to be more than they can be, more than they are, more than anyone can ever see. Now, as of recent, I've been kind of grappling with the idea of life and the inevitable end. It's kind of scary to think that there will be one day in the future where we lose everything. Everyone passes on. Everything we have will go on to the next person and continue and continue. Even one day, Earth won't even be here. Existence is so scary. It's kind of like we're going down the track towards broken rails, no matter which way we look at it. And the reason I'm grappling with this reality is because even though there is an unending amount of negativity that can come from a perspective such as that, that everything comes to an end, there's a beauty in it. There is a sense of hope, a light. Because in order to be sad, you must have one point had to be happy. It's the ebbs and flows of life, and that's where things kind of scary. Because it's easy to take life for all the good, but very difficult to accept the fact that with the good comes the bad. With love comes heartbreak. With friendship comes an end, comes heartache. But the thing is, there has to be a focus. We can either focus on the moment we crash and burn, having to repair and rebuild everything from scratch. Or we can focus on the ride up, the beautiful sights we got to see while we were riding sky high. I think a big reason why this topic comes up to me now is because in my personal life I lost a friend around this time last year. Well, it was more so a brother at that point. And though the end was subtle, even to this day, I still sometimes get the urge to just pick up the phone and call him like old times. But the reason I bring this up is because that entire experience taught me that sometimes you just have to look at the good that's happened. All the late nights, me, him, my cousin ended up spending all the craziness we got up to. All the drama, the good, the bad. 
it was a lesson of life. A lesson that no matter how short or long an experience, no matter how short or long a friendship is, a brotherhood, it's the quality of the moments you spent smiling, the quality of the emotions through and through to the end. But that brings me to this day because it's hard to think that these are going to be the good old days someday. 20, 30, 40 years from now, hopefully I'll have a family. These would be the days I reminisce about. These would be the days that build me up into the person I'm destined to be. And that's scary. I'm so caught up these days on where I am now all the work that has left to be done. I find myself scared to be alone, but no longer caring. Working endlessly till I drop, burnt out for weeks at a time. For the notion of a dream that one day I can make it far. But in doing so, I also forget to live my life. In chasing life, I forget to live life. And this is the ride up, right? So that's why this poem sits so close to me. It's literally one of the first poems I see almost every single time I start writing. Because in the future there will be a reason for these days. A reason for the laughs and tears and fears of the things left unknown. The future, those days are close. Me, five years ago, thinking about the future, I'm living those days now. But the only way to be open to the future, to be open to living life, is to try your best to be willing to mold and restart. To learn how to make a mistake, to be defeated, to take the bad with the good, everything with a grain of salt. And just smile all along because you are blessed enough to have been able to feel it. You know, it's been a constant thing I've been thinking about lately. There's always somebody somewhere who has it worse but never thinks they have it worse. Because at the end of the day, everything we go through is our own personal reality. So where do you really find the balance in this? Where do you find the balance in the fact that though... There are other people who have it worse than you. You still have it pretty bad relative to your own experiences, relative to your own limitations. Well, what it comes down to is kind of just looking out towards the future and towards the world. Instead of looking in and seeing what you want better, sometimes it's about looking outward and finding a reason to be more than you already are. more than anyone really will ever see. Just think about it this way. You spend 24-7 with yourself, well, technically speaking, if you count sleep, it's not really 100% of the time, but the only person who can see the growth, the only person who's going to see every single aspect of you is you. No matter how clingy, your relationship might be, 
no matter how closely you live with your relatives, there's always going to be aspects of you no one else will ever see. Kind of cool. Kind of scary. Because at the end of the day, if there's parts of you that you want changed, the only one who can challenge yourself is you. The only one who can go dive into the deep end and find ways to ultimately be better is you. I wish I could say that a psychologist or a therapist can fix all the problems. I wish I could say that you can spend all the money you have and find internal peace, but the truth of the matter is peace comes from within and the only way to find it is to go searching. And I'm talking like deep cave diving type searching. Because unfortunately, when you do find it, it tends to try to run away. That's just how internal peace works. It's a constant chase. It's a constant molding and evolving as a person. Because life is never going to stop, unfortunately. It's like a treadmill. The moment you stop, oof, it's going top speed, you're flying. And I think that's the part of the poem that's really kind of messing with me a bit. Or at least this is the part where I'm having the most personal turmoil. It's that self-molding. It's that finding a way to look outward while looking inward to ultimately find a balance between my personal peace and the peace I want to bring to the world. Not to get too religious, but growing up, I was always taught that we are here with a purpose. You may subscribe to a different belief, it's up to you, but bear with me. Every single person has a purpose to fulfill. And what I learned through my very short life so far is that even though everyone does have a purpose, there is the choice of not following through with that purpose. There is the choice of faltering when things become difficult. When you feel something so strongly in your heart, you see the clear path ahead of you on how to do it, what to do, and sometimes you falter. You fall into the comfort of your reality. You fall into the realization that you are where you are right now and you are fine with where you are right now. So your desire for that one thing, your desire to reach that goal, to chase that passion is not stronger than your desire to be comfortable. So how does that show? Well, you tell me. I can almost guarantee throughout that entire segment, something came to your mind. A goal, a dream, a passion, even a hobby. Something came to your mind that you know you can spend more time on. That you feel in your heart is worth the sacrifice of sleep. Worth the sacrifice of 
prolonged suffering for the sake of a better future, for the sake of an extra bit of beauty you can add to the world. I'll give a prime example. Early in my writing career, I mean, it's still pretty early, don't get me wrong, but I'm talking when I first started writing my books. Maybe last year, a little bit, a little bit before last year. I was a full-time student. I had a part-time job of about 20 hours a week. So you're looking at five to six hour days in class, plus an extra two or three hours of work, two or three hours of commuting. Finances were low. Remember, I was kind of, I was kind of hovering around $150, $200 in my bank account. Of course, I was blessed enough to have been with my father at the time, so I had some level of a safety net. But then I moved. I ended up having to go to grad school and everything else. And when I moved for grad school, there was a transitionary period where I was on my own, but I had my own place, had a decent amount of income. Enough to survive, you know, comfortably. I didn't have to do anything else. But I felt in my heart the need to start writing. The need to get these books out. So I started waking up in the mornings, 2, 3 a.m. Start working on the books all the way until about 7, 8 a.m. Until my classes would start for the day. And those wouldn't end until about 3, 4 p.m. And then in that case, I go back to working on my books. At the end of the day, a lot of the things we want to do, a lot of the things that we feel in our heart a passion to do, it's not a matter of getting there when you get there. It's a matter of just doing. It's a matter of finding the time because it is important enough to you and ultimately this all comes down to the fact that we have to work on ourselves part of working on ourselves and trying to fix our hearts and minds is also to listen to what our hearts and minds might say it's a large confrontation don't get me wrong it's scary it's terrifying but it's necessary it's a challenge. You're going to feel awkward. You're going to feel uncomfortable. But it's because you feel awkward and uncomfortable that you grow from the experience. I had mentioned religion before. The reason I did so is because sometimes we ask to be stronger people and we're only given more problems. That's because the problems teach us to be stronger. That's the path. When you're in school, when you first start learning a subject, it's difficult, it's confusing, sometimes your head just hurts. That's part of the process. Pain and discomfort and awkwardness and the desire to just stop, that's all part of the process. Because at the end of the day, we're all animals. Common ancestry, evolution, again, believe what you want. But at the end of the day, we have minds hardwired for survival. In a modern world, our minds are not adapted to the many things we have. 
not to say everything we have is a bad thing, but more so to say that in understanding our own intuitions and understanding our instinctual desire for comfort, we can overcome it. Because realistically speaking, when you go through something new, when you learn a new thing, when you do something you're uncomfortable with, your body technically goes into a slight fight-or-flight response because it is actively responding to a stressor. Normally, stressors in the environment would include, you know, fighting or hunting or being hunted, rather. But in the modern world, we are faced with problems that are much less drastic, but even still more so stressful. So just some food for thought. At the end of the day, we all want to survive. We all want to be comfortable. But there's a danger in the comfort. Because comfort is where dreams go to die. So take the chance. Challenge yourself. Revisit every passion. Revisit every dream. Find the time to better yourself. And I promise you, a better future awaits. It just takes this day at a time. So thank you so much for listening in on this episode. A bit of an existential conversation. And I feel that a lot more of the more recent poetry is going to be reflecting that a bit. Uh, updates to come on the new book coming out. Originally, it was going to be the two-part series, He Is and She Is, but I might end up shifting it towards just doing the first book. Um, updates to come on that. I still have a lot to consider when writing it. But with that said, as per usual, if you find yourself in need of somebody to speak to, even to throw your ideas at, I'm always open to conversation. I'm always open to hearing your opinions your experiences reach out to me on my instagram at numbers poetry if you'd like to hear more poetry you can check out well, my instagram but also my tiktok at numbers poetry but again challenge yourself you'd be surprised how strong you really are i wish you all well stay safe stay strong and i'll see you in the next episode